Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. College football. Full circle. I'm as concerned as I've ever been in, because we've got three or four guys out with COVID. And we have a couple staff members that have been out with COVID here recently. So we're at our highest spike. And if people are talking about vaccination, well, these are people that are vaccinated. We're talking about breakthroughs. And so that concerns you, not only for the players on your team that are unvaccinated, that are playing and not playing, because we want everybody to be safe, but it concerns me for the players that are vaccinated that we could lose one. All right, here we go. College football, full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, channel 204. As we get ready for week number two of the college football season, recapped all the games yesterday, and now we look forward to a whole new slate. And I do so, as always, with my man, the encyclopedia of college football, that is, go for the two, Joe Lisi. Joe, how are you today, my man? I'm doing great, Carver. You know what's great about this week? Short week with the holiday last week, right? We're yeah. we're another step closer to week number two. And people are like scrambling because they had their week one picks. I got oh, I went seven and oh. I won forty six yeah. and two for week one. But now when week two comes, it's like, oh man, I don't know what to do. Gotta stay the course. We're we're very calm. We're very focused on these matchups. We're not gonna let anything sway us. But once these games kick off on Saturday, I can tell you what, they really will dictate a national championship picture. And we have, people said this is a down week in, in terms of college football. I totally disagree. We have some games that will really dictate conference championships. I'm looking forward to seeing if the Pac-12 can actually step up and make a statement on top of what UCLA did last week. We have some marquee battles in the big house and the horseshoe, respectively. Yes, we certainly do, Joe. And you actually bring up something that I wanted to get with you today, and, and it's and it's kind of a bigger topic. But week one to week two, especially when you're looking to bet these games, how much information or how much stock can we put into some of the things? Because we know how much overreaction can right. happen off of one game. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example of a couple teams. I mean, Iowa State, you know, they looked horrible against Northern Iowa. They're getting ready to play the Hawkeyes this week. Right. Um, you know, what do you make uh, of a situation like that? Or North Carolina and Miami, who looked so right. awful in week number one. Do you right. just move that into week number two, or do you try to wipe it away when you look at a fresh line and a fresh game coming into week two? think it depends upon the situation. And what I mean by that is, you know, I break down all these teams in terms of the conferences. I feel like I have a pretty good read in terms of the strengths and the weaknesses from the previous season. And this is where I gauge to see if those strengths and weaknesses will continue 
or will it be a different type of team? Now, case in point, you mentioned North Carolina. Well, we knew North Carolina came in, coming into the season, lost their top four wide receivers, and they lost their starting two running backs. So there would be, from just that type of sense, a drop-off in production. They lose that week right. one matchup to Vatek, right? Now, what are you going to get in week number two? Do they make adjustments? That's what we need to see. So for me, I'm not back in North Carolina. I'm going to use this particular game in terms of week two as another gauge going for their next tougher you know conference uh, game right so that's one type of situation on the flip side we have a team in Oregon that really struggled against Fresno now let's put it into perspective Thibodeau was hurt so there's one factor we knew that they had Ohio State to look ahead right in terms of that aspect was it a vanilla game plan by Mario Cristobal not wanting to show too much and then on top of that we knew that Fresno already had a game under their belt by playing UConn. So you really had a trifecta. You had your top player get get hurt. You had a look ahead with a top uh, 10 opponent. And on top of that, you playing an opponent that's a pretty decent opponent that already had a game under their belt. So that's what we have to gauge. From week one to week two, do we see a better and more disciplined Oregon team, even with Thibodeau out? That's the biggest thing. And that's where I'm going to gauge that matchup and Columbus Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, uh, take a team like Virginia Tech, who we didn't think was going to be very good coming into the year. They have a win under their belt against North Carolina, a good win at home, and now they're laying 19.5 to Middle Tennessee. I, I mean, what, what's that line if they lose a North Carolina <laughs> game, Joe? Is it 13? Is it 14? Oh, Suddenly they look really good, God. and now that line goes to 19.5. So Washington loses at home to Montana. You know, we saw that line at one for weeks. Now suddenly they're getting six and a half. You're telling me off of one game against Montana that Washington drops, you know, gains six points, uh, five, six points against Michigan at the big outs? It's just uh, there's a lot of overreaction sometimes. Yeah. And you got to try to weed through it, Joe. That's what you got to And think about it. That line moved in Michigan's favor even more with their leading wide receiver, Ronnie Bell, lost for the year. Right? So so now how big of an overreaction do we have? And those those are two games that will really make or break the Pac twelve. They both they both need to win, obviously, but they both need to show well as well. If you're gonna lose, don't get blown out of the building. Right? That that is wow. the biggest thing for the Pac twelve. You cannot go on the road in both environments, get shellacked by Ohio State and get shellacked by Cade McNamara and, and Michigan. Uh, and now I will say you know, which team has the best shot? Obviously from the spread perspective, it's Washington. Washington, especially when we look at uh, Michigan that lost all three home games last year. They lost to they, they lost to Michigan State, Penn State, and Wisconsin. Come on. No, you're absolutely right. College football full circle. Carver Lisa here, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We come back, we start to dive into some of these games. We got a new AP Top 25. We got a lot to do. College football full circle gets going after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we are back. College Football Full Circle, Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. And I know you know this already, Joe, but other people should know too. If you missed the show live, you can now listen to it at any time you want. I mean, it's Why so not? Simple. Apple iTunes, just type in College Football Full Circle. Bang, you get every episode ever. Right there to listen to, on demand, and you could even, if you wanted to, which I'd really appreciate it, if you subscribed, gave it five stars, you know, gave a little review, whatever you want to do, just uh, keep pumping up College Football Full Circle. We love it, Joe. We love this it. is this is the best uh, best show on the network, I keep saying it, and I'm a little biased in terms of that, but I mean, come on, I mean, we give We've you already. everything here. We've you get a little, you get breakdowns, you get expert analysis, We're, we make you laugh. This is what yes. it's all about. We're better than the Housewives of New Jersey. Trust we, us. We certainly are, and you, if listen, if you're a member of the Joe Lisi fan club, they've, there's already been a couple people who commented on the show on iTunes how much they love Joe. So that's like the posting board for the Joe Lisi fan club. So if you go for the two fan club member, just go on uh, <laughs> iTunes, give it five stars, and make sure you leave a review. Uh, all right, Joe, let's let's move on here. <laughs> uh, AP Top 25. Let me just tell you yep. something, Joe. And here's why it's pre-season, a joke, right? <laughs> preseason rankings are absolute nonsense. Like right. it's just it's so silly. They shouldn't do the first rankings until after the first game because here's why. Like, like things like UCLA. Like, sure, was UCLA on the radar before the season started? No. Um, you know, but they have two wins now. One of them a really good win at home. Like, they're better than they, – they've they've shown what, – what is this supposed to be based off of, Joe? Isn't the top 25 supposed to be based off the performance of the teams on the field so far in the 2021 season? Isn't that the, the, the idea of the poll, or is it just a constant running thing that moves up and down from year to year? Because why would UCLA, you know, they just go into the poll at 16. Why? Because they weren't in the poll the week before. Like, it's dopey. Uh, it's just dopey. It, it, that, what that, we that, talked what about this, though, Carver, we know why they do it. They do it for for TV purposes to get right. these top 25 games. I said it before. Who's going to watch Alabama versus an unranked Miami team, right? Yeah, they'll watch. But it's so much more compelling when you have number one ranked Alabama versus 14th ranked Miami, right? Same type of situation. Now we put these grades in. We're still not going to know. They're going to change dramatically by the middle of sure. October. That's where when October hits and we're like in that chunk middle of right before Halloween where all craziness happens, that's where you could say, okay, this is the body of work that we have. And and for the most part, these are the top 25 teams in the country. No, you're 100% right, Joe. And in perfect case of what you just said, uh, you know, they conveniently moved Iowa up to number 10. So that way the Iowa-Iowa State match is a quote-unquote top 10 matchup. 
this week because Iowa State's nine and the Hawkeyes are number 10. So conveniently, they have a top 10 matchup. And the other thing that bothers me about these polls is, like, Indiana, Miami, and North Carolina were all awful last week. All three of them. Just miserable. But you're telling me that, like, why why does Indiana drop out but those two don't? Because they're Indiana and they don't have the pedigree and the history over the last few years. But Miami and North Carolina get to stay. Stuff like that bothers me, Joe. In the, in the end of the day, it's nonsense, but it just bothers me. I, 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 I agree with you. Plus, they have quarterbacks that are more polarizing than Michael Penix. That's what it comes down to. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they want to pump up. I was on De'Ara King, Sam Howell. Everybody's All-American. Remember, I think they made a movie of Sam Howell prior to the season. Everybody's All-American, right? He's 5'11". He's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Good old Sam Howell. Right? That's right. I think that's on the Hallmark Network. Sam Howell in North Carolina. Right? Yes. I mean, come on. This is part Um, of the problems. This is part of the issue with college football in the sense of we have people that don't know what the heck they're talking about that pump some of these programs up, respectively. And most of them are beat reporters, and and most of them are people in the AP that don't watch a stitch of football. That's the problem. We have people covering the sports that don't watch any games on Saturday. Or they're just or they're just stumping for their home team, Joe. Which which is what you talked about when we did like you know they did the SEC preseason thing at media day, and you know you got the local guys that, that stump for their team you know that that's it you know they just try to pump their team up and get them further up in the rankings uh alabama did get 59 of the 63 first place votes georgia got four you know look this is uh, you know only four i mean they beat a top five team last week but it is what it is ohio state three oklahoma four texas a&m five clemson into the six hole clemson's gonna be in trouble joe because even if they run the table I don't know if that's going to be enough to get in now with how the ACC has looked so far. That's going to be a very big problem for them, I think, going forward. You you think so, huh? And I actually Uh, also think that this kid in that offensive line will dump a game in the ACC this year. They're going to get a second loss. Somebody's going to beat them. I don't know who it is, Joe, but I bet you Clemson loses another. If I go by what I saw last week, now their D played very well. I know that. But judging by what I saw from them offensively, you get a school that could get a little bit of a pass rush going, Clemson could fall in another game in the ACC this year. They could. I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. You're right. I mean, the bottom line is that we talked about Clemson, is that if you're going to catch Clemson, you catch them on the road, right? 58-5 and five straight up against ACC opponents since 2014, 40-1 since 2016 straight up in Death Valley. So let's look at their road games and see where could they potentially step up and lose a game. I mean, that's going to be where, you know, they don't play Miami in the regular season. They don't play some of the better teams on their schedule in the regular right. season. You have to look at that game in, in the ACC championship as being a neutral field type of situation where you could clip off the Clemson Tigers and they're already 0 for 1 after the loss to Georgia. Yeah, that's the thing. There's not a lot of spots here in their schedule where they could get clipped. I mean, at NC State, eh, you know. Maybe. Uh, you know, they're not losing any of these teams. I mean, Louisville got embarrassed the other night. They're not going to beat Clemson. Wake Forest, South Carolina. I mean, their schedule is awful, Joe. Like, they don't play any of the good eight, you know, quote-unquote good. Nobody's really good this year so far. But they don't play Virginia Tech. They don't play North Carolina. They don't play Miami. I, I mean, geez. NC State's going to be their best conference win this year, Joe? That's They're not getting in. They are not getting in. They better hope a bunch of these teams lose because they're not making the playoff this year. They're finished. 
You you wrote off Clemson. I mean, you would think they got blown out fifty to three against Georgia. But but here's the problem, Joe. Here's the problem. You know what the national perception of that conference is. You know what it is, and people are going to look at this, and they're going to say, Boston College, Georgia Tech, NC State, Syracuse, Pitt, Florida State, Louisville. I mean, Wake Forest. Like they're going to look at that. I mean, they're playing South Carolina. Unfortunately for them, you know, they're awful. Uh, you know, they're playing UConn. They're awful. Now, yeah, they played Georgia. Give them credit for that. But here's the problem. They lost. And now you're you're behind the eight ball big time. Big time. All right. Okay. I mean, I'll, fact, I'll take that. I want to see what do they got to, to, for them to miss the playoff. Can I, can I bet them to miss the playoff? Yes, I can. No, plus 126 at FanDuel. I'm putting it is in. Is that Joe. really great odds? You're better off it's betting against them in a, per, right. in a potential spot. Just, just bet them to lose. <laughs> to NC State. Just bet them to lose the game. Not make the playoff. Uh, you're plus 126. You're, try, you're, trying to, you're trying to crush the Clemson Tigers after one loss I'm week not, one. I'm, well, look, I, I just I, I don't think that their, off, their offensive line was embarrassing. I was just flat out, and they don't have the explosive players. It seems like, like, you know, they don't have a Travis Etienne this year, Joe. They they don't have a guy who could bail out a QB in a bad situation. And the two QBs that were here before this guy, and I don't want to throw DJU under the bus yet. He's it's, listen, it's one game. I'm sure he's gonna be a good quarterback, but I don't know if he's gonna be Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. That that I don't know. Well, we again we talked about the Clemson offense, and the biggest change is the running game. You know, without a running game, most quarterbacks are one-dimensional. And if teams stack the box and shut down the run, you're going to twofold. You're going to, one, make that offense one-dimensional. And two, you're going to put them in in long third-down situations. And people have asked me all the time, Joe, what is the most important stat in terms of college football? Third-down offense, third-down defense, Carver. We'll get into it on the back of the break. Yes, we will. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We keep rolling. We're going to get to some of these games, too. Oregon, Ohio State at the shoe. We talk about it next on College Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. 
And we are back. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM. Channel 204. Joe, would you like to finish your point that you were making before we went to break? Please. Well, uh, third down offense is critical in college football. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that. You don't need to really force turnovers. Some of the top teams in the country have been negative in turnover margin and still maintained uh, a dominant you know, record overall. It's the ability to sustain drives on offense. Case in point, Alabama, 58% third down conversions last year. Number one in terms of college football. You look at Florida was up there over 50%. You look on the flip side and teams that give up anything, the critical number in terms of where third down defense is, the cusp is right in that area of like 35. Once you get over 35% in terms of third down conversions, you're their one loss rate significantly decreases. The top teams have, you know, third down defense, 33% and less. Why? Because when you're when you're forcing three and outs, you don't have to force turnovers. You force three and outs, you give your op- offense an opportunity for a short field and to score points. And we watch these games each and every day. It's like college basketball. You need to stop the momentum. You don't need a turnover. You need to get off the field in terms of three and out so you can rest your defense accordingly. And some teams get it, others don't. So keep an eye out for that. That is one of the most underlooked stats in terms of the gambling aspect for college football. No, no question about it, Joe. And that's the kind of stuff that you love sinking your teeth into and breaking down with Joe Lisi, go for the two, get that all in the preview books that Joe puts out as well. He takes care of all the stats for you throughout the entire college football season. All right, Joe, I want to get into a couple of these games, the bigger ones for this week uh, as we sit here now. We, now, unlike last week, last week was kind of crazy because we had like a ton of games on Thursday. We had a ton of games on Friday. I know. We I had know. a Saturday. Then we had a Sunday game, a Monday game. NFL's <laughs> back this week. So we kind of get back to that normal fall schedule where um, there is actually no Thursday game this week. And that's generally, that's just NFL based. They know it's the NFL opener. They're not going to put any college games up. We will have Thursday games, Joe, as the season moves forward we do have friday night games kansas and coastal carolina like, uh. like like look joe like the coastal's beaten them to the last two years they beat them there they beat them in lawrence uh, 25 and a half like i i think i want to take again, it joe you know I we never talked it. about kansas i i don't know if i if uh I talked to you about this Saturday night or not, but, man, Kansas really tried to lose that game to South Dakota. <laughs> they really – your boy Lance Leopold, he really My tried boy. to lose – he really tried to lose that first game to South Dakota. Uh, <laughs> I we tell needed you that what, win, by the way. We needed let, that yep. win. Let me just say this. Us. <laughs> Not to get ahead of ourselves, okay? But we, we're sitting on that Louisiana Monroe. We're sitting on Kansas and UConn, right? We trimmed the fat. Right, remember, remember that uh, yeah. that Seinfeld episode. We yes. we're running lean, Jerry. We're running lean now that we're we trimmed lean. the fat with Randy Edsel. We got rid of the loser. Now yeah, we're good that, to might go. Right? <laughs> that might help UConn. Right. That might help UConn. Right, really, really exactly. Might. Right, we trim. <laughs> we cut. Right, like it's like Randy. He's in the boat. Right, we're in the boat. You and I. Randy's like out there in the sea, and you just take like a cleaver and just cut the cord. That's it. Randy Edsel out to sea. Like the the weird thing is, is that, and just to talk about that ridiculous bet for a moment, is that a team on each side has already lost a game 
that you thought that they were going to win. Now, look, a UConn, as embarrassing as they are, you can't expect them to lose at home to Holy Cross. Joe. No, that was one of the that, wins that, was, that we needed. That was that was one of the ones we thought we you know not you know not had in the bag, but we thought would be good. But UNLV lost that Eastern Washington game too. So so it's like a wash. It kind of yeah, I, I guess you could say that. So those kind of cancel each other out. But man, these teams are awful. Like this bet is so nutty that we're involved in this. Like ULM, listen, we love Terry. It's gonna be tough for him to win games. But he Ak- said it. He said Akron he's got his eyes set at conference play. Here's the UMass. thing. Oh. Here's the thing, Carver. We gotta figure UL Monroe for UL Lafayette, the rivalry game. And, and nobody, yes. I know that UL Lafayette is the superior team, but it's a rivalry game. You got to give them all year to develop, right, and, and implement their 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 scheme offensively and defensively. And let's say we're ahead of the boat already because UL Monroe led for the first time in a game. They didn't do that all last season, yeah, the only team in college football. So we're ahead of the curve with the 7 <laughs> nothing uh, lead over, over Will Levis and and. Kentucky. Yeah, they <laughs> they didn't come close after that seven up. No, lead. that's for sure. They got they pasted after that. Listen, here's all I need Terry to do: just get me two, one or two wins this year, Terry, please. Uh, he get if he ever gets a deuce, Joe, we're, we'll send him a basket or something down there, uh, down right. Louisiana. If he gets us a couple wins and wins us this bet, we'll have to take care of Terry. Uh, UMass is awful too, Joe. Jeez, uh, I mean Walt they got Bell. so they got so they got Walt Bell. Last week, uh, so that's our I fun know. bet. That was at win bet, of course. Uh, the six worst teams in college football prop that me and Joe are just way too locked in on. But Kansas is one of those teams. They're getting twenty five and a half from Coastal on Friday night. Look, um, isn't this so, an overreaction in terms I don't of think the so. line? I don't think. No, so. I mean I the th- line. Yeah. I mean, I mean Kansas was favored in that game last year, weren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty they sure were. they were. They were because I remember betting the game, Joe. I said, and the reason I bet the game was because I said Kansas lost to Coastal last year. They're not losing to them two years in a row. Well, how'd that go? For Clipped. Clipped. That was that I was mean, Les but, Miles. And they got smoked had. in that game. They got smoked in that game in Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, they got destroyed. Grayson McCall was running. That was CJ Maribel was, was. He was running all over the place. Well, CJ Maribel, forty-six yard run. But aren't they five and a half? They oh, aren't they wearing those powder blue jerseys this weekend? Yes, and they got the great so, uh, the teal turf, which is outstanding. Right, so that game is going to look amazing on the screen. Yeah, that's like that's almost like an Academy Award picture right there. It Can is. you see like you know uh, we have the awards up for this this year's Academy Awards Green Mile, uh, <laughs> you know Batman and Kansas Coastal Carolina. You know, oh Joe, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm with you. That's those are great unis, and it's a great field that they play on, and they're gonna whack Kansas uh, on Friday night. All right, so you're laying it. You're, you're, oh, you're laying, laying that. Oh, I'm, I'm laying gonna it. take it. I, I'm gonna take. Okay. It's not one of my best bets, but you but know, you, uh, you might want to tease. How about this? Lance. How about no, you tease no, no, it no. because you can tease it on Fanduel, and this is something yeah, I know. But, but I here's here's why, Joe. I can't do these this, these these crazy college teasers <laughs> with you. I, I here's here's the only way I'm teasing a college game. If you're getting me under, you know, under seven or under three, like it's got to be a, a tighter game. Like these twenty five and a half, these thirty and a half, these eight. I can't tease these games. I, I can't do it. I need to be. Right. I need to basically. You know, a good spot for I think for uh, if you wanted to do that for a tease this week. You know, like Army laying the six and a half. Get me down to a zero. Uh, you know, get down to a half against Western Kentucky. Uh, you want to give me a little spot where 
How about Tennessee? You want to bump them from getting three and a half to getting nine and a half? That's a good spot, I think, Joe. Get them over the seven. You know, I think those are the spots. I can't do the 25 and a half with Coastal, Joe. It's just out of my realm. I, I just can't do it. All right. All right. Speaking of that game, I mean, you brought up Western Kentucky. I sort of like the Hilltoppers in that ball game. Yeah. Right? I know nuts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They have Going a good up there defense. to Army? Yeah. Army was and they have some rocking week. uniforms. Army I'll tell was you very what. Impressive. Texas Tech and Western Kentucky and Bowling Green and Western Michigan could be the top uniforms in college football. Could be. I'm just saying. You love, you love the you love the I love the unis the unis are like you I I'd be like so bad like as a recruit like Joe we're gonna give you a chrome helmet sold I don't need anything else you're gonna give me a chrome helmet matted finish wow that's a that's forget a tough forget trip. the scholarship tough trip for the Hilltoppers to go up to West Point and uh, Mitchie Stadium that's a tough trip for them to make up there I like Army. Uh, right. In that game coming up on Saturday, you got a couple early kicks too, Joe. Why? Why is Illinois and Virginia kicking at 11 a.m. on Saturday Eastern Time? What is that about? I don't. I, I have no idea. But I, I'm going to be on college football today. I, I, we're going to have an update for that game. Why is that? And that. But I got to admit, that's going to look good on the screen too. You have Virginia, Brennan Armstrong. You have some playmakers uh, uh, in terms of uh, Keaton Thompson uh, at the quarterback position. They you love Keaton Thompson in terms of the RPO game. The former mistake quarterback. So, uh, I love Bronco Mendenhall. You got Brett Bielma and Bronco. Whoa, man. Talk about the beef. I'm leaning towards laying it with Virginia uh, in this game, Joe. I, I See, really I don't am. like that game. I, yeah. I think it's, a, it's probably going to be a stay-away game for me, but... There's, I could be talked into Virginia minus the 9.5. Is, is Sikowski starting? I don't think he is. Peter's back? I think That's so. A, that could be a factor. Brandon Low Peters total, starts. 55 and a half total. Early mm. morning game. Could be an underplay, Joe. Underplay. Yeah, I don't have a feel for that. I just know uh, Illinois coach provides injury update. I don't see no no news on Brandon Peters right now as we, as we speak. He might be day-to-day in terms of that. It says uh, Peters will return sooner rather than later, whatever that means. Yeah, it's a shoulder, though. That's the only thing, right? Obviously, with the shoulder, you got to be careful. You can't rush him back too early because one hit, he'll be right back where you started. So they might take an extra precaution for Brandon Peters in this ballgame. I can just tell you that Virginia, even though they're not a dominant defense, very disciplined, forced turnovers. They got the win over Sam Howell last year in Charlottesville. They are very tough out at home. It's going to be a tough matchup for for Illinois because they want to run the football. Still want to run it. I would lean to Virginia as well. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi right here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We come back. We look at a couple more of these games for Saturday. Some good ones. Oregon and Ohio State at the Horseshoe. We talk about it next. College football full circle on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh... 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we are back. College Football Full Circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. I did ask you during the break, Joe, I wanted if the South Carolina Gamecocks were starting the grad assistant again. Zeb Nolan. Quarterback Zeb Nolan uh, coming off his uh, four-touchdown performance against Nassau Community College. Uh, <laughs> now this week he gets a chance to go to East Carolina to take on the Pirates, who uh, did not look good last week either, uh, and their loss to App State on Thursday night. Minus one and a half for South Carolina, the road favorite, Joe. A real screamer. This this game just just says, stay away, don't bet me. That's what South yeah, Carolina is. Yeah, it does, East I Carolina know. And people is, say you got SEC versus, you know, uh, an opponent yeah. that got beat up by by App State in that matchup. But they did throw for 295 on App State in that ball game. App State's oh, defense pretty Joe solid. East I, Carolina. Joe no, East no, Carolina. I'm just saying, what's a total? Of, no, no, I can't. No, 56 I can't. and a half. 56 and a half. <laughs> that might be a total that we might have to entertain from yeah. an in-game. Yeah, because, because you know, Beamer wants to throw it. They have the, they have the oh, speed advantage. They're, I mean, Kevin Harris is there. They're going to pound the rock. But they're going to – I mean, App State put up 33 on, on that team, on the Pirates Man, defense. Man, there's so many decent games at Chase Bryce. Put it, Joe's going to get me way. tied up in South Carolina. Are uh, you Carolina ready for this? Chase off. Bryce. Yeah. Chase Bryce who was absolutely pathetic last year at Duke, right? Yes. Under Cutcliffe, who threw 10 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Quarterback, quarterback guru, by the way. Right, Cutcliffe. right, quarterback. yeah. Uh, quarterback whisperer. He's in the he's in the woods. You know, <laughs> Eli, come come play for David down in Oxford, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I got, a, I got a, a cup of chamomile tea and a scholarship waiting for you. Anyway, <laughs> um he completed 20 of 27 passes against that defense. So Zeb Nolan, I mean, Zeb Nolan was with Matt Campbell in Ames and lost out to Brock Purdy. And then he transferred for North Dakota State. He started the week one matchup. They lost. And that's why he's no longer at North Dakota State. He lost his first start last year Jeez. when North Dakota State lost outright. So, I mean, come on. 
I mean, how good is he? He did throw for four touchdowns last week, but you're telling me between Kevin Harris, SEC athletes, and still a team that likes to pass in ECU, we can't get 56 and a hook? Joe's looking for this total already, man. Maybe in-game, Joe, you can, you can pull me in. No, you can't pull me in right now. I'm not going to get pulled uh, in now on this game. Okay. All right, let's, do, let's get to a big game, and that is, of course, the Oregon Ducks. Number 11 in the country going to Columbus to take on the Buckeyes. This has gone up, Joe. I mean, that look-ahead line about a month ago when we were looking at them. I ten and a half. Ten and a half. Now it's up to 14 and a half. Ed Fander right. and most other places. Total of 63 and a half, which is pretty much the same one. The same total Ohio State had against Minnesota last week. Um, you said it. Oregon was not that impressive against Fresno. There was a couple of factors, whether it be Fresno playing their second game I thought the kick, the 11 a.m. local kick in Eugene was kind of weird. I think I get what they were doing, though. They were trying to match up, you know, the fact that they have a noon kickoff Eastern time against Ohio State this week. I think this is a bad, bad situation for Oregon coming up on Saturday. Do you? So, like, I mean, I'm th- I think this is the kind of game where you're not going to have to watch the second half unless you got some kind of action on it. You got some in-game action because really? in, terms the, in terms of the outcome of this game, I think it's going to be decided by halftime. Well, I, all right, so let's go through this in terms of some stats, right? Oregon, since 2016, on the road or on a neutral field, is just 12-18 and 18 overall. I believe that's a 464 or 424 winning percentage, 12-18 and 18 straight up. On the flip side, over the last three years, you have Ohio State at home in the horseshoe straight up 23-1. and one. And now uh, Ohio State is 9-0 all-time against the Ducks. So, all right, so the stats favor uh, Ohio State in this ballgame. But if you're the Pac-12, you need this game. De- you're on life support. You're on life support right here if you're on yeah. Oregon. Are you kidding me? Here's the factor that I like and I lean to Oregon here. I, I, I might actually love this game by the time game time comes around. But, but if you're Oregon and you have two complementary backs in Travis Dye and C.J. Verdell, you want to pound the rock just the way Minnesota did with your heavy offensive line and Mo Ibrahim. Right? I mean, Mo Ibrahim had 169 yards on the ground against that front seven. That's how you keep a keep away on the road. You can't allow C.J. Stroud to go up there, bink, bink, bink. Garrett Wilson, bink. Chris Olave, bink, bink. 46-3. Yeah, that's great. No, so that's the first thing. They have to run the football because if they don't run the football, then we have that long third down type of situation and you could just kiss that situation goodbye with Anthony Brown. Now, Anthony Brown did throw for the most passing yards in Boston College history since 2012, believe it or not. Since Jakovic last year, right? So prior to Jakovic, it was Anthony Brown that threw for the most passing yards since 2012. Now, a a main reason why is because he had A.J. Dillon back there. So can Anthony Brown pull this game out if, if he needs to? If the running game isn't there, I don't think so. But I think here's the factor. Mario Cristobal needs this game. Oregon needs this game. Nobody believes that the Pac-12 is for real. It's an aberration. It's Ohio State. I'm going to take the 14 and all. I might actually book this right now yeah. because I, I, I like Oregon just in the sense of if they lose, you know what? I think they lose a tough game, and I'm going to throw a game out there that I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to go back to 2003, okay? 
Now, I did say that this Ohio State-Minnesota game reminded me of Georgia-Missouri back when Drew Locke was there. And I was dead on with that, I believe. That was a 14-point spread. Georgia won that ball game uh, on the road in Columbia by 14. This game reminds me of 2003, Ohio State and NC State. With the Buckeyes and Trestle going up against Chuck Amato and Phillip Rivers and, and T.A. McClendon. That's what this game reminds me of. And I just go back to this game is going to be tighter than I think people think. And we talked about all of those factors. Early kick, look ahead. Biggest player knocked out of that ball game in Thibodeau. The fact that Fresno State had a game under their belt, all of those factors favored Fresno State. Now you got a cross-country trip, early kick, nobody's believing in, in Oregon. They might not win, but I think they definitely cover this 14-and-a-half-point number. Book it! I'm in! Uh, here's, here's what I have in my head, Joe. I have this Oregon team who still has Anthony Brown at quarterback. I watched him go into the Fiesta Bowl against Iowa State who is a good football team, but nowhere near as good as Ohio State. And Oregon got whacked. I mean, they got pushed around and they got whacked in that game. And there's still a lot of guys on this team that were at the Fiesta Bowl back in January. And that and that worries me for Oregon. I, I think that they are a bit of a paper tiger, Joe. Bit of a paper tiger. I, I don't think they're that good. I think they got in that, in that Fiesta Bowl by a fluke last year. They shouldn't have even been in the Pac-12 title game. Washington had the COVID issues. I think that this is going to be a bad scene for Mario Cristobal on Saturday afternoon in Columbus. It's going to be a long flight home, Joe. That's all. I just feel like they, they can't match up. They can't match up with – I mean, you look at it last week. What did we say about the Minnesota game? What Even Minnesota hung around for a half, right? They tried to control the ball. They tried to do things the right way. What happened in the second half? Big play after big play after big play after big play. And I just don't know if Oregon can match that with the Buckeyes. I don't think they can. All right. I don't know. Okay. That's just me. That's just, yeah, you know. That's just kind of how I'm. <laughs> that's just kind of how I'm. That's looking just at the coming game. from Corey. Who am I? I'm just, you know, Mr. Islander. That's all right. What do I know? <laughs> I got the I got the season lead in terms. And, and trust of, me. And in trust terms me, of the records. And, and trust me, Joe. Like, I can't stand Ohio State. I don't want to see Ohio State win. Like, I would love to see Oregon go into the horseshoe on Saturday and give me a big effort. I just don't know if they're capable of it. That's the problem. I don't know if they're capable of doing this. And the Pac-12 does need it. You're right. Pac-12 needs it bad. I mean, they're starving for a win like this. I mean, they got the huge one they got last week with LSU going down. This would be even bigger. But I just don't know if Oregon's up to the task with that quarterback and with that team. I just don't know if they are. Okay. That's my issues. Hang in. Hang in there. <laughs> you got to hang in. You got to be a believer. Are you a believer, Carl? No, I'm not. I'm not a believer, Joe. I'm just going to go right to the window and plunk my money down on the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's it. So that way I can get even more mad at them when they win the game by seven. So there you go. I'll hate Ohio State even more when they don't cover on Saturday. <laughs> uh, you have had this game, this other noon kickoff, circled for a while. Uh, you have Pat Narduzzi going to Knoxville. To take on Josh Heupel, Pitt, and Tennessee. Are you surprised, Joe, that the Pitt Panthers are the three-and-a-half-point road favorite? No. Does that surprise you? 
No, they're the better team on paper. And okay. Tennessee did not look good uh, week one against against Bowling Green. They just did not. You know, they did not cover that line. They had opened up at like 34.5. They bet it up to 37.5. Joe Milton was 11 uh, of 21 in terms of that. Um, so in, ter- in terms of the performance, no, I don't think, I don't think they stepped up. But I did say that the um, that the tempo would be a factor in this ball game. Now I took this total Sunday night at fifty four and a half. It's already up to fifty six and a half, fifty seven and a half this 57. morning. Seven, wow. Yeah, yeah. It settled back down. It got up to fifty seven and a hook, and now some under money's coming in. But keep in mind that Josh Heupel played UCF played Pittsburgh on the road a couple of years ago, lost that matchup as a ten and a half point favorite. So Ooh. from a defensive personnel scheme perspective, I think Heipel has an edge because he understands the defensive formations. It's not the first time that he's broken down Pittsburgh defense. And with the losses that they have had, I like the total in this game. I lean to Tennessee in this ball game. I, I know this line was one, one and a half. They bet it up. Now it it, it got over three and a half. It settled back in at three, so I lean Tennessee. I think the tempo will be a factor, but I really like the over in this ballgame. I might play Tennessee on the money line, Joe. I think they're going to win the game outright. Give me that little okay. plus 136 with the Vols on Saturday. Little Joe Milton making magic. Rocky top against Pat right. Narduzzi and the Pitt Panthers. Uh, that's. I just, uh, you're right. Hypo losing to him a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I look, I, I think Tennessee's going to be better this year. I think they're going to be better. I, I know Milton's not great, but I think that is going to have them better. And I think it starts with a win over Pitt. I'm not saying they're going to go 500 even. I just think there's going to be some improvement with the Tennessee Vols. But you might be on the better track with this number on the total. I think that, that might, that's probably the safer way to play this game if I had to, if I had to think about it. Okay. All right. I, I like the total. Like I said, it's two points on BetMGM higher. Uh, you got to shop around. I know FanDuel, some others have a little bit higher totals. But, again, I, I, I tease this number down, too. I think that this line, I think this game goes into the high 60s, at least. Wow. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be one of the biggest progression in terms of offense week one to week two. Joe Milton got out the kinks. They became more consistent in the fourth quarter. I think that carries through. And the defensive losses for Pittsburgh, Twyman, Patrick Jones, Ford in the secondary, that's going to be evident. You know, and Kenny Pickett threw for 272 last week. I can't stand Pitt, Joe. I, I just like Tennessee in this spot, but maybe I will have a little fun with you and we'll play some over and we'll hope for a huge, you know, 35-31 type of game between these two teams. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi right here, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We come back and wrap it up right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. 
From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle. Carver and Lisi here. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We will go through more of these games tomorrow, Joe, as we keep moving forward. Last one I'll throw you today before we get out of here. If you think after uh, Dan Mullen and the Gators let me down uh, a week ago, laying that 23-and-a-half against FAU, if you think I'm going to lay 28-and-a-half on the road at South Florida, you got another thing coming, Joe. <laughs> uh, I thought South Florida played well from a defensive perspective. I don't like the game. I do like the total, though. I think there will be some points scored in that ball game in, in terms of on the road in USF. I, I like the total there. That's what I lean to. I think USF's offense will be much improved from last week where they didn't score. They moved the football, and I think Florida's got to work out some kinks before their Week 3 matchup against the Alabama Crimson Tide. So I don't have a feel in terms of the spread, but I do like the total in that ballgame, which I think is a little light for the, for the interstate rivalry. Yeah, I'm seeing 58.5 right now at FanDuel, Joe. It's pretty much the same same uh, roundabout number everywhere else, too. Um yeah, total's probably going to be a way to play that game. I'm not laying four touchdowns with the Gators. They did not show me enough offensively, Joe, that I'm going to get excited about them playing anybody. Even though South Florida, like you said, hung in for a while defensively against NC State. Uh, did you see them this morning? They broke new ground on the practice facility. Did you see all the pictures of Jeff Scott with the shovel in the ground Love down it. there at South Florida? So I know that you're high on him getting the program going. Uh, maybe he hangs around a little bit. That's four, over four touchdowns. With the way that Florida kind of messed around last week, uh, maybe maybe this is the week to jump on the Jeff Scott train, Joe. Maybe this is the week. Let's go. This... <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll see. Hopefully he gets it going. They need to score some four, uh, points at home in Tampa. All right, Joe. Uh, tremendous stuff as always, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll keep running through all these games coming up for week two on Saturday. Great job by Andrew Torres. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.